Hi guys, this is Black Chick Lit. I'm Danny. And I'm Molly. And we're going to talk about ourselves today. Also, we're back. Also, we're back. Because <laughs> we have to say. I just, every time we say that, I think of that dinosaur movie from the 90s. I do too. That's why I like saying it. That was a good movie. It was just like, I don't think it performed well critically or commercially, but I have fond memories really? of it. Yeah, it was great. Because, was that like, was that before or after Jurassic Park? I have no idea because I've never seen Jurassic Park. That's I've seen We're Back, A Dinosaur's Tale several times, but I have yet to see any of the Jurassic outings. That's right. We had an extended conversation about this, I believe, the last episode. Sure okay. But you did see sure Land Before Time, yes? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Littlefoot. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's my guy. I like Littlefoot. <laughs> the 90s I like was, Sarah. The 90s were like some kind of dinosaur renaissance, it seems. Seems like it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, there was um, that dinosaur sitcom. Oh, there dinosaurs. Was. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know how that ends? Isn't it like an extinction level event? <laughs> yes, it ends with like the Ice Age coming and the family sitting down in front of the TV just and like, realizing that they're all going to die. And then it just ends. I mean, that's kind of relatable. I don't want to get into the politics, but like... <sighs> When you the way you worded it, I'm like relatable. I, I can I can feel well, that. I, I felt those dinosaurs struggle. <laughs> oh, I do want to say this is the only thing I mm. want to say about politics. I I'm done 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 yeah. with Kanye. Like it's not even. I'm done with the jokes. <laughs> I'm done with the yeah. memes. I'm done with everything because I don't think it's funny anymore, and I kind of just yeah. want him to go away. So. Yeah, it's like just stop talking. I can't listen. You you saw at the wedding. I put all his shit. I was like, no Kanye. He got pulled from syndication. It was something. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So I will say, I guess, you know, today has been a little bit, the day that we're recording has been a little bit hard with the news. Yeah. So I'll just say, I'll just say if, you know, watching the news, it has, is dredging things up for you or making life kind of difficult for you because of you know things that have happened in mm-hmm. your past I just want to say that you know you guys are in our thoughts and yeah. you know there are people that we all know who have had to deal with these terrible situations and I kind I, I see a lot of people saying that they feel like they are being abandoned because um, they are victims of mm-hmm. or they're survivors of rape or sexual assault or something along that nature and I feel like a lot of the people that I'm hearing a lot of the voices that I'm hearing are feeling like they don't matter and I just want to say that this fuck shit is not a reflection on how we feel about you yeah and it's like you know if you know I'm I'm gonna be out there getting arrested with these with these pig cat ladies (laughs) Yeah, because it's like it's 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 too much and it's it's hurting so many people. And I just want you to know that, you know, where, you know, I hope that there are people in your life that you could turn to right now for some comfort. Yeah. And I think it's comforting to know that the majority of Americans do not do not feel the way apparently our our Senate does and that it's important to remember that. So. Yeah. Yeah, but winter's coming, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, that's gonna be our that's, that's 
That's next year's. Oh, I can't wait to yell that at him. I'm going to tweet that at him if the wave happens. I can't wait. Um, here's my hope. I know we said no politics, but this is the secret hope that gets me through. If Miller comes through, and I don't know law or anything or politics, so this might not even be physically possible. This might not even be possible. The law comes through. This whole Russian thing blows up. His whole campaign is discovered to be based on fraud and collusion, which hopefully invalidates like everything. Maybe but, fruit of the poisonous tree. Yeah. It's like get them all out. That's what all of them. Yeah. So I don't know law. I don't know if that's even possible. But I'm like, if the whole if the whole administration came in under false pretenses, it seems like everything done afterward should be questioned, including mm-hmm. nominations to the Supreme Court. That's just me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. ABA is out here like, oh, 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 oh no. And I, so it's just like there's just a lot of news that's come out in the past hour. Yes. So, but we're going to put that aside to be real, real stupid today. Yes. We got some fun <laughs> questions and we're going to talk books and we're going to talk just a whole lot of fun things. And we're going to forget about it for like a good 40 minutes to an hour because that's what we Girl, need. Girl, you know, we talk about an hour and a half. I, we, we really do. I don't know why I keep lying to myself. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <laughs> did we look up any new like book related news? Um... I saw some things. I've been avoiding... And I didn't write them shits down. <laughs> I've been avoiding any news platform, including Twitter. So, um... <laughs> Let's see. Um, well, I... Frank just... So, I guess this is more sad news. But Frank texted me that the screenwriter for uh, The Hate You Give has just passed away. Oh. Audrey Wells. So, that was sad news. I don't know. What other book news is there? Well, I do... Speaking of the hate you give, I think we sort of low key agreed we were gonna go watch it. So we oh, should yeah, do yeah, yeah. yeah, a special episode. We should I'm gonna make sure we share our book coverage. So cause it's coming out, I think next Thursday it'll be national release. It's got a limited you could probably go see it now. It's got a limited release now. <laughs> so let's get to our chat because I feel like Yeah, let's get into our we chat. Need. We're gonna talk about ourselves because we realized at one point we just threw these episodes up and never properly introduced ourselves. Yeah. So we're going to talk about ourselves a bit. Also, why not? Um, <laughs> so we have some questions that uh, Molly got a great list of questions put together <laughs> and I love them. So we're going to go back. We're just going to ask, we're going to interview ourselves and talk about ourselves. Yes. yes. So you can learn more about us. We're going to talk about podcasting books and just, you know, life. Yeah. Cause Dumb we, stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> Do you want to go first, or should I ask first, or? Uh, I think we can both answer the first ask one. Ask the question. I think that's a good uh, one. But I guess we can go back and forth. Who's asking? Yeah. Uh, so Danielle, what are your hopes for this podcast? I low key sort of hope that this podcast. I mean, it doesn't have to get. I don't think it'll get NPR famous. That's a goal. But I would love it. Like I sort of see. We talk about this podcast a lot. Like uh, we hate movies. That's the thing. They sort of do it. They still work full times, but it's really popular. They have great engagement and they're funny. And I just really like the feel of that podcast, like the community. And I would love if some point in the future we get it up and we get it running and we have like a community of readers. That's what podcasting kind of is. It feels more intimate than any other form of like media because you're like listening mm-hmm. to the two of us just, just talk nonsense on the Internet. So Aww. what's your hope for this podcast? Um, I would, I would say my hopes are in line with yours, like just having a community that, you know, likes what we do and is interactive with us. Um, 
I, I'd love to do a live event. That would be awesome. I know that would be that a would fun be so goal. much fun. Even if it's something yeah. small, like meeting up and just having like a a meet and greet or something. A meet and greet. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. So yeah, we're we're chugging along despite all odds. Yeah, we're 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 working. It's coming. I feel like. I feel more confident podcasting now than I did. Like, I remember that very first episode (laughs) and I remember editing it and just hating my own voice. Oh, your voice is so cute though. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just think I talk too fast and that's a good reminder for myself now to slow down. So, Uh. yeah. So, so Molly, what's a book you borrowed and never returned? Um, so there are many, so I'll say um, uh, when I first met my now husband, um, which is still weird to get used <laughs> to saying. Um, so he was like, oh, you like to read, huh? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, here's a book that I just read that blew my mind. I was like, OK. And it was um, this book called House of Leaves. Ooh. And I was like, um, OK, let me read it. Now, I'm sorry, boo. Um, I don't know if he's still listening all the way through. So I'll just say, I, it so far has not been for me. Now, mind you, this has been six years <laughs> now. <laughs> I'll pick it up. I'll try, you know. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying. So I, I, I had it, and um, I remember I had it, like, for some reason, like on the back, in the back window of my car, mm-hmm. that's like a, just a really popular place for me to keep books. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why, but I just keep books there. And um, in this hot LA sun, it uh, melted all the glue in the book. Oh, oh wow! And so it all just kind of came to pieces. <laughs> it was there for it was it was there for a while. So. Um, I hid it like when we moved in together I found it I was like oh shit and I I felt bad about throwing it away so I hid it and then I bought a new copy of it and I put that in my car to make it look like I was reading it and now your scheme has been revealed (laughs) and now my scheme has been revealed so you know all it all comes out at the end because you know we marry now and uh that new copy is sitting over on the shelf <laughs> but, um, that that's one that you know if things had gone a different way then like, it would have gone book. a different yes. way um what about you daniel okay this is easy because the book i borrowed was actually from you <laughs> it was i believe alphabet juice it's still on my bookshelf Oh, <laughs> wait, which one is that? Which one is that? It's um, uh, Alphabet Juice, the energies, gist, and spirits of letters, words, and combinations thereof. I have been, <laughs> I've been looking specifically for that book. You brought it. I brought it when we were in college, and it was on my shelf, and then I left, and I just took it with me, and I kept meaning, like, I should mail this back. I should mail this back. You are not, this is going to sound made up, but I legitimately... As I've been writing more this year, I've been thinking like, damn, I used to have this book <laughs> that was all about like words and shit. And I couldn't remember the name of it and I didn't have the copy of it. And I was like, damn, it's probably like lost to time, that book. No, it's, it's on my bookshelf. So I will return it to you. <laughs> you know what? Keep it. <laughs> I think at this point I've had it longer than you 
<laughs> yeah, because I think I had just got it. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Just send me your address. <laughs> and you can get an Amazon delivery. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. And for the, yeah. It sounds really exciting. It's the Roy. That's how I remember because the guy has a similar name to Roy Blunt. Rory Blount, it's got an O in there, Jr., has returned from the field where the American lingo grows, to, grows wild to write alphabet juice, his personal lexicon usage manual. So, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Well, look at that. <laughs> A mystery solved. Look at that. We are doing real work on this podcast. <laughs> I, so, I'm signing into, um, I'm doing what I do for all books and putting it on my Amazon wish list so that when I go to the library, I can pull this up. I will just send you a copy. Just send me your address <laughs> and I will mail you a copy from Amazon. It and have is it shipped out. fine because you know what? If you do this, then that's going to create a precedent for me to return <laughs> the various shit that I've stole barring. Stole barring. <laughs> Stabarin over the years and I just have no I just have no intention of doing that so you keep it with my blessings <laughs> uh, so yes so I just wanted to get that off my chest uh, before that I also want to say I borrowed and never returned a whole bunch of copy a whole like series of the babysitters little sisters books when i was in first grade that hangs on me so heavily because i borrowed a lot of them and just never brought them back <laughs> you, from the from library the class, at school from the class the, library from the class even worse because it's smaller oh because that was that teacher she went out and bought those books herself so it like hangs on my conscience oh no so i'd like to oh, apologize no. to miss davis for stealing <laughs> I know she's listening. <laughs> she she might be. You'd be surprised. People come uh, up and it's like, hey, I heard you got a podcast. I listened to it. And what were you kept talking about? Dicks. <laughs> like, you're going to have to be more specific. That's the extraordinary union, right? Yeah. That's the dick episode. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I believe uh, the episode description is literally just the word penis four or five times. <laughs> <laughs> they did say penis a lot that yes. episode. It came up. It fits in context. It does. It really does. Okay, Danielle, if you could swap lives with a literary character for one year, but then at the end of that year, you had to swap back, who would it be and why? Okay, a year, that's a long Mm -hmm. time, let me think. It's a long time, so you got to think, who would you want to be, but would it do too much damage to your own life? Oh, wait, so wait, what happens to me? <laughs> you get you get switched. Oh, oh let's see. So um, they become you and you become them. This might be a cheat because of the nature of the, the way the world works. It would kind of be fun. So one of the characters in the Dark Tower series, I'm like mid-student, that's okay. why I'm on it, is this black lady from the 60s named Susanna. Okay. Who has like a dual personality and she's a gunslinger. And so it seems kind of cool to live in that world for a year because a year could last uh-huh. time doesn't work there. So it could okay. in theory just last three months <laughs> or it could last five years. So I'm really, I am really um, risking it all here. I just think it would be fun one because the adventures are kind of crazy when you read the book and mm-hmm. they have their little family and they're walking in this really crazy alternate, like other world where they're gunslingers mm-hmm. and they're, 
saving whole villages and all this other stuff. So I would probably pick that one. Also, she's black and she's a black woman in a fantasy. And I don't know where else I could see myself as a black woman in a fantasy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's a lot of black. So you fantasy. would, you would be okay with her in your life for a year. She'd do fine. She'd probably, you know what? She would help me achieve because she gets things <laughs> done. Like. Mm-hmm. She, you don't mess with her so yes I would okay, be fine with okay. Susanna Dean and I switching lives for a year okay alright um, who would you switch with I would switch with um, <laughs> and this is a stretch well literary you know we can't. I would I would go with Clark Kent Superman because <laughs> I feel like I would get to like go out and be like I would use my powers for evil if I knew it was for a year like I'd be flying I'd be using my heat vision on everybody I I I just make a mess of things um Doesn't but I feel like probably like I was gonna say isn't there like a, isn't there a, a whole timeline where like Superman goes evil so that's just you probably that so that's me and Superman <laughs> But I feel like if Superman was in my life, he'd like fix my credit. <laughs> you know, he'd take way better ca- care of my car. <laughs> like he would just he would clean up my life in a way that I'm too lazy to. He's a great writer. He's got that job at the Daily Planet. He's got that job, you know, like he'd be out here. He'd be he'd be a good partner to Frank. <laughs> I like, was gonna ask really her. thoughtful. <laughs> I was gonna ask, how does that relationship work? Uh huh. You know, I. You know. Or like, I think like, I just feel like Frank would come home, the house would be clean <laughs> in a way that it's not right now. <laughs> Dinner would be ready. I. I just feel like Clark would be a better version of Molly, and I would be a worse version, version of Superman. Of <laughs> uh, I mean, aspirational. I like how we're gonna count that as a literary character too. See, I wasn't even going to try to get into all that. <laughs> <laughs> he exists in a paper, in a book. Mm-hmm. We're going to count it. <clears throat> I count it. Literature. I do have a question. Like, are we body switching? Like, is it like Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Or is yes. It full on? It's like a freaky, it's like a freaky Friday situation. Okay. okay. So, because that could just confuse a bunch of people, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I'd be out there looking like Superman. <laughs> Superman would be out there looking like me. Oh my gosh, knowing that, I would like, I would like, if I had Superman in my body, I would ask him to do all the hard work to put it in better shape. To get I'm me just in not shape. To. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's like, you know, be out there running and shit. You're on to something. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All righty. So our next question is this is a common one. What is a book you pretend to read to have read, but you have not? Mm, let's see. A book that I pretend to have read. Can I also say House of Leaves? <laughs> uh, yes, I think you can. <laughs> oh, poor Frank. So many truths coming out. Poor Frank. I'm sorry, boo. I love you. Is that your real answer? Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Who wrote these questions? You did. <laughs> yeah, I'll, you're I'll out say here ratting on yourself. I really am. 
I'll say House of Leaves, and I will say, um, I will say also, shit, there was one for the podcast. <gasps> Maybe. <laughs> Let's not touch the integrity of the podcast. <laughs> We're going to trust that you read everything. That I might have skimmed. <laughs> that I might have skimmed a little bit here and there. <laughs> We're going to trust that you read everything. <laughs> Okay. okay, Danielle, what's a book you've pretended to read? So there are a lot of books that I should have read and that I'll acknowledge that I haven't. Underground Railroad. I think I've acknowledged that I have not read Pride and Prejudice. Um, the big one that I should have read and I'm lying about even now on my Goodreads is this is embarrassing. <laughs> I thought my soul would rise and fly. Okay. By Miss Maya Angelou. I started okay. it. I got like <laughs> two thirds of the way. I was like almost done. And then I did that thing where you put it down for some reason. And then and I just never came back. And then now I'm like, well, I like, eh, I read it even though I didn't. Like that doesn't count. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not the title of the book. What's the one? What's the Maya Angelou? I know where the cage bird. I know why the cage bird sing. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. my soul would rise because, and fly okay. in the Dear America title. <laughs> Okay, when I you said it, I was like, I'm not familiar with that one, but I'm just gonna see my nod. Okay, I am. I am. Okay, so I thought my soul would rise and now, fly. Did it's you? A Dear America title. I have read that one. I know why the cage bird sings. I lied about reading. I have not. I got through it like two thirds. Put it down. Never came back. Put it on my Goodreads read chart anyway. Were you trying to read it for when she came to Mizzou? I was trying to read it before that. <laughs> right. I think we all were. <laughs> been a long-standing lie i think like high school and i'm like it's just back in my head like you should pick that book up and read and like the older i get Mm -hmm. the guiltier i feel (laughs) and so it's just like i'll get to it i'll get to it and i just won't uh i don't know how i thought my soul would rise and fly got in my head i don't know why how i could have even mixed that up with maya angelou birds flying Oh. That's funny. That's a Dear America title. That's wild. <laughs> That's the purple one, the slave girl who was free. Oh, I remember that purple one. Yeah, the Diary of Patsy, a freed slave girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. That came out of nowhere. I read those. Yeah. <laughs> I still have a base because I have no idea how that got in my head. I haven't <laughs> thought about the Dear America titles in a minute. Well, we talked about them in the last episode. But we didn't mention titles. That's true, we did not. <laughs> like, that's really weird. Like, what is God trying to tell me? Um, so, yeah. So that's that. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, Danielle, who is your literary best friend and who is your literary enemy? Damn, these are hard, Bali. Okay. My literary best friend. Let's see. Who is the literary best friend? So let me look at my, I'm going to go look at my favorites on my uh-huh. Goodreads because I feel like that would help me. Okay. Um, let's see. So I would have to say, let's see, like a book that I really, like I still think about, it would probably be, no, I can't say that. That's ignorant. Uh, I mean, No, say it. Say it. You can't. <laughs> I want to say. Say it. I want to say Ella oh from my God, say it. because I just love her ghost theories. <laughs> that's cute. That is cute. No, it's not. Did I tell you how I t- tried to tell that joke 
like I was like laughing about it with an English professor at my job and he looked at me like <laughs> like I was like the most ignorant thing on earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. Ella was my favorite because she just had she was strict about her ghost rules and he looked at me like he's an African he's like an African American history and literature professor and I was just out here showing my ass. I let him down. I let the whole race down, you would think like <laughs> I was It's like, you know, I'm try I'm trying though. <laughs> I was it was I had to like backtrack and say like my second favorite line was like that thing about the ten mile woman or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. But at your heart of hearts. I love Ella. I like ever since mm-hmm. we read that book and she's like, I only respect these ghosts when they respect the rules. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So, okay, so my enemy, hmm, let me go look at, so now I got to go look at my worst list. (laughs) So, yes, I love Ella from Beloved. She's, like, this, like, soft spot in my heart, even though for the worst reason ever. She's a very resilient character. I'm really, oh, I know who. Who? Dominique. This could be us, but you play. I hated her more than her abusive mother. I'm sorry. The book cover came up and all the rage came back. You know what? You know who's my enemy? You know what? Cash it. Cash it is my enemy. Don't you? We don't know this girl. Don't Don't talk about her like that. We don't know her. She wrote it and had the nerve to charge $15. So, yes, that's my literary enemy. I don't know if we can include authors. I'm including authors. Oh, my God. So Cashette and Dominique are my literary enemies. I I will stand behind that. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Um, I had to take a second to collect myself. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I would love it if our first like piece of hate mail came from this author. <laughs> Send that hate mail to Danielle. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Danny underscore Lacey. <laughs> So, uh, okay. so Molly, uh, who is your literary best friend and who is your literary enemy? Okay, I would say my literary best friend is Matilda. Oh, that's Because um, I just really related to her and I love that book and I just thought she was so cute. And the movie's good too. Even it though is. that cake scene scared the shit out of me as a kid. It's disturbing. I, I did not like it. It's disturbing. <laughs> It's disturbing, right? What's the teacher's name? Trumbull? Yeah. Trun- no. Yes, Miss Trum- Miss Trunchbull. Trunchbull. Yeah. Yeah. She's still a kid's in like basically solitary f- confinement, but with spikes. <laughs> exactly. Like it's like an iron. <laughs> it was- <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> I don't think you could do. You know what I saw though? Uh, the teacher's Miss Honey, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess Miss Honey became kind of a meme. Like, oh, people love her, right? Yeah. In the past year. But someone brought up a really good point, and they were like, well, Miss Honey is a, um, what do you call it, um, mandatory report, uh, what is it, mandatory, mandatory reporter. reporter? Yeah. Yes, as a teacher, right? Yeah. She so should she report that knew, whole school. Yeah. She knew all that. And she knew Matilda was getting, like, harassed at home. Like, she should have, like, said something. And I was like, that's a fair point that I can't argue against, you know? I also don't understand. I don't trust the legality of that last minute adoption. <laughs> right. It's like, here you go. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. So that's yeah, a good movie. It's like, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, um, for my enemy, I'm going to do a two for her also. 
Oh, I can't wait. This will, this will be the hate mail that I get. But I'm going to say Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling. That's valid, too. You know what? You know how many people would join in on you on that writing? People do not have the time for Joanne anymore. They need her to stop. Does, can, does she know she could just start a whole new series? Did I know? You know... So Frank brought this up, and I might have been drinking a little bit of rosé when he said this, because <laughs> he was like, "Well, I don't get why people are upset about this uh, this lady snake," and I and I broke <laughs> it down. <laughs> it was like a beautiful argument that I made, and then and then, literally the very next day on I think it's Kotaku or something, they wrote um, that girl Gita Jackson, I think her name is. Uh huh like point for point made my exact argument and Frank sent it to me he's like oh okay well maybe other people besides you are saying this and I was like, like I'm I was like yes Frank your video game website agrees with me <laughs> but um but Harry Potter was just really annoying like as a person yeah I agree like he would have been that kid yep that kid that you didn't fuck with because he's all you know if you fucked with him you would get in trouble and your ass would be expelled, but he was a chosen one, so like nobody could touch him. Oh, so when you said Harry Potter was annoying, I thought you meant like the cultural movement, but yes, the character is also <laughs> no, I mean Harry's ass. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's like this whole like there's a whole bunch of videos where people just being like, I would have hated Harry Potter had he been a real person. It's like, yeah, right, he was kind of a so, yeah, snarky bitch, he's kind of a douchebag. Yes. I'm sorry, but he kind of is. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! And then and just J.K. Rowling, like, she, I just and like she just tweets they like my favorite is when that character was like guy tweeted like my wife and I just really want to know like was there a Jewish a Jewish character in your series and she just names drops this random person she's made up right like and it's, it's like I couldn't I couldn't remember if like that's like some passing character of the book or she just picked like a Jewish sounding name and then said it. I, I don't know either. either way is wild. It's wild. Like it is fucking wild. <laughs> I think the latter would be more appalling. Like if she just like made up some character on the spot and was like, there you go. That, can you people leave me alone? Seth There's Goldstein. Your... And I think like that's the name, it's, right? It's yes. LCJ. And it's like Anthony Goldstein, Ravenclaw, Jewish Anthony. wizard. That's it. <laughs> it's like, was, was he in the book? I have no idea. Oh, well maybe he said, because like, you can't confirm the character was, which means he must have been in the book. Clearly, we know what we're up. We know our Harry Potter. I, it's just, it's silliness. It it's like, if you if you want to be this big progressive writer, if you really, truly, honestly want to say, hey, um, because all these things that, you know, some of these credits that I think people give for her are not really apparent in the book. Like, me and Frank, this is the crux of our argument, whether there was a, uh, there was LGBT representation in Harry Potter. And mm -hmm. I said no, because if, if, like, you could say, okay, Dumbledore was a gay character and he's in the book. And if it didn't really come up during the, you know, it, it, it's about the kids' school, mm -hmm. so... I, I'm of two minds. Like, on the one hand, all we could do was gossip about whether or not our teachers were, like, hooking up. <laughs> and, like, you know, we thought and gossiped and did that stuff constantly as children. So I can't say that, like, kids wouldn't be cognizant of their of their 
teacher's professional lives. Mm -hmm. And there's the whole thing. Did you say you read these Harry Potter books? No, I have not. (laughs) So this guy at the end, uh, and I might be getting this wrong, guys. I I read them when I was a kid. I haven't read them since then. This guy Grindelwald is like some kind of, I don't know, blood purist guy. And he's like, hey, Dumbledore, like, you know, come and be like a wizard supremacist with me. And Dumbledore is like, you know, maybe you're my best friend. I remember like I didn't I can't even remember if I read it like he might have had a crush or there might have been a relationship between them in the book. Mm -hmm. But you know, going back at as an adult and reading it, I, did, I don't really think it's apparent in the book. And so, but it could have been a really big plot point if he was saying like, hey, this is, this is a guy that I have a romantic relationship with, that I have like a deep affection for, and I'm kind of torn between, you know, this matter of my heart versus like this matter of like what's right and wrong. Like, so to say that it's not relevant whether or not he had a romantic re- relationship with this guy in the book is disingenuous because it, it could have been a big motivator for this for this character, but it's mm-hmm. not there. It's not there. So to say that, oh, you have LGBT representation in your book is just not true because you just you had an opportunity to put it in there. And you didn't. I agree. So it's like. To go back and retcon it and say, oh, yeah, I always knew this late snake lady was Korean. <laughs> so there was always a Korean person in the book or, you know, this kid who we don't even know is in the book or not. You know, yeah, there was one Jewish character. It's it's kind of it's also kind of that weird signaling like, yes, there was one black person. Yeah. Yes, there was one Korean person and they were always in there. And it's like, but that's just not true. It's, and not. it's like if you want to if you want to say, hey you know, I'm this um, proponent of diversity, I'm this proponent of like making these realistic worlds where everyone has a part in them and this is kind of like, you know, my brand of fantasy. It's like you said at the top of this this rant, Danielle, write a new series, put it in there from the beginning and be intentional about it. Otherwise all this bullshit coming back and saying later like, yeah, it's always in there. It just seems real confusing it does she she said on twitter she had been sitting on that like snake lady secret for like 20 years sure which i don't sure. my thing is like going back like to the lgbt representation i shouldn't need supplemental material to know that right like, i shouldn't have to know like oh she had a press release where she announced dumbledore is gay and in terms of what's relevant to the kids it's not like the series was written in a first person point of view it was that's true it was third person it may have been limited third person but like we heard i've read enough to know that like the first start of the book, we're following the Dursleys around and we're not mm-hmm. following it strictly from Harry or the kid's perspective. So it's not like mm-hmm. it would have been a sh- that out of out of the ordinary to include like some kind of hint as to like Dumbledore's relationships and who he valued and like his relationship with this Johnny Depp character guy who I only know from the. Right. Movies. Yeah. So I and know. for like for a series where everyone at the end ends up with somebody like everyone ends up married and they have kids and all this stuff. It's like, okay, the only person who never seemed to have anybody in their life was Dumbledore. Like even fucking Snape, (laughs) you know, nice guy that he was like had some little thing with, uh, Harry's mom. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, even Voldemort, I guess had this snake. It's like, (laughs) come on guys. I think the thing that gets me um, related to this is when, Rowling, I think a while back, like did this thing where she's like, "You're right. I never said Hermione was wasn't 
was white or something. And it felt like she was just sort of like demonstrating this like sort of wokeness because I think it seems very clear from what I read that she did sort of vision her as white. All the character art mm. is white. All the, mm-hmm. the descriptions seem to that I remember were like pale and mm-hmm. like white. So, I mean, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I get it if you want to like, well, if you want to be aware that maybe you were not as inclusive as you were be at the beginning, just say that. Just say yeah, it. And then say, and say hey. Forward. Yeah. Yeah. Like you guys have been teaching me a lot. You fans. Like I never, I never knew this bitch was going to blow up the way it did. Like <laughs> kids all over the world be, would be reading it. So you know what, bitch, I'm going to come out with the new fucking series. It's going to be, you know, uh, uh, Crystal Gems Part 2. Everybody's included. Exactly. You yeah. know, and you know what? If she doesn't want to do that too, that's fine. Write another book with all white characters. That's fine. But stop. It's kind of like stop taking the credit for things that aren't that you didn't do. Yeah. Because it's not in the book. It's not. I think she's sort of like dinging her own reputation with all these. And I think even beyond the race stuff and the representation, just the retconning is getting exhausting. Yeah. And it's like it limits the universe, actually. Like when you start providing like definitive answers on how everything ended, as opposed to people sort of imagining their own, right. it makes it feel more limited and not as, you know, fantastic. Used in the used as it is meant the word fantastic uses it's meant to be as in a fantasy. That yeah. was a really long rant. We got That's okay. I don't even remember who I mean asked. that's why we had no news. Exactly. It's your turn to ask. Okay. Number six. So what is your first memory of your co-host, a.k.a. moi? Okay, my first memory of you was in um, (laughs) the asbestos hall. The asbestos hall, our dearly departed uh, Stafford Hall um, at the very edge of uh, Mizzou's campus. May um, rest in peace. May rest in peace. So the funny thing is, um, Stafford, what is it? Seceded, succeeded, succeeded. It broke, it broke away from the student government <laughs> for some reason. Stafford was so grimy. Like I think about it. It sometimes. was so grimy. But when they redid everything, like Stafford had no representation. So when they said, "What dorms are we gonna <laughs> just break? <laughs> are we just gonna knock down?" Stafford was knocked out. It was a huge hole in the ground. But it was like it was it was it was one of the more budget dorms. Um, it had a very like old school feel. I remember one time we were like sitting in the common room watching um, MTV as you do when you're 18. Yeah. And it was like some show the the volume wasn't on, and I remember like there were kids our age like walking around this around this room with like the cinder blocks and all the stuff and someone said hey hey that looks like Stafford that looks like Stafford and we turned the um volume up and it was something about like juvie or something like kids <laughs> in juvie so you can like you can see the ghost of the ww2 veterans who are like housed there <laughs> following there the gi bill like that's it's that it was that old Oh, uh, there were there were there were rumors of a Stafford ghost, but it was just like you know the doors, the doors had warped the wood, so it didn't quite fit into the thing. Yeah. I remember they came in and took out a bunch of mold and just left a big hole in there. 
I remember but, when they um, ripped down the sign that said warning asbestos and did not do anything to replace <laughs> it. Did not. Was, well, well, they took down the sign, Danielle. <laughs> I don't think that meant the asbestos were gone. I'm very, I was very concerned that entire week and no one would answer my questions. I'm like, what um, about the asbestos? What about this asbestos, though? So Danielle was an RA and I was living in Stafford. And I had this roommate who was just real grimy. Like she was just, she's just a real grimy girl. Like she, all her hair was falling out because she was like partying too much. And she had these friends that were just real gross. And we had our beds bunked, I remember. And my bed was on the bottom and hers was on the top. And uh, I remember like her friends would come over and like sit with their nasty feet like on my bed. Oh. And I would say, like, you need to get the fuck up off of my bed. I remember they would, like, talk shit about me and all this stuff. I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're just not going to sit the fuck on my bed. It's like, say whatever you want. You're just not going to put your feet on my bed where I put my head. So um, we kind of got to a point where we just weren't really speaking that much. And um, I remember that um, she had a birthday party. And uh, she went out. And I was like, okay, you know, this bitch going to be gone, like, all night. Like, so I'm going to have the rinse for myself. It's going to be perfect. And um, I get up at the crack of dawn. So I go to bed, like, you know, as soon as it gets dark outside. Mm-hmm. Frank has a little, he, he legitimately said to me the other day, he was like, 838. That's when you start, like, <laughs> circling the house saying, man, I'm tired. <laughs> man, I'm tired. So um, he set a little bedtime alarm for me. But, Aww. um. So I I went to bed like, I don't know, 10, 11 or something. And I was just sleeping there, you know, on the bottom bunk. And I woke up, I remember, and um, uh, the bed was shaking. I was like, what the fuck? What's happening? The bed's shaking. Oh, I don't like where this is going. And um, I was like, okay, this girl, like, she's having some kind of, like, you know, drunken seizure up there. Like, it's finally come for her, like. <laughs> I don't like the way her. she's been living is like caught up with her finally. So uh, the bed's shaking. I remember I was like kicking it, like, you know, relax up there, whatever the fuck you're doing. And so I was like kind of going back to sleep. And then like a pillow fell out of her bed and a guy jumped down uh, I knew this and got the going. pillow. Gross. So I got up and I was just, I was cursing, <laughs> I was displeased. <laughs> And I remember I grabbed all my stuff and I marched down the hallway and I knocked on your door as And I was like, this bitch is in here. She got some strange, crusty man. <laughs> and you were very polite. You were like, okay, just sleep on the floor in here. Like, did I do it's going to be all right. Or did Elizabeth yeah. do this? Elizabeth, I don't even know who this is. Okay, never mind. No, it was definitely you because okay. this is when you showed me your whole bootleg. <laughs> video collection you're like let's just watch a movie it's gonna be fine because we were like there weren't a whole lot of black people on the there floor weren't. either and mm-hmm. i remember you're like oh man like <laughs> you were a little overwhelmed i was like okay it was my first year at Sonara. <laughs> and so like i remember the next day i was like i was so pissed and i was like okay um this bitch's stuff is going in the corner um, because she's nasty. And <laughs> so I remember, and you didn't help me with this part. You, you like, calmed me down that night, and you got me back in, like, that, like, 
that cold cruelness that I accelerate at. So I enlisted the help of like another friend and I was like, let's let's take these bunk beds down and we're literally just going to throw all of her shit into the corner. And so we, we were like trying to get the mattress off, I remember. And, um, you know, we were like pulling on it, pulling on it. We couldn't get it off. And this guy walked past. He was like, oh, uh, what are you guys doing? Do you need help? We were like, yeah. And so we started pulling it down and the covers fell oh, back. Oh. <laughs> and that last condom jumped right out of those out of those (laughs) covers and I remember I threw the mattress because I was like I was jumping out of the way and so I threw the mattress so the other girl like threw the covers over it so it wouldn't hit the guy and we just like all of her stuff ended up on the floor we literally like put it in the corner and she did not move it the rest of the year that shit stayed in the corner and from then I was like I do not want to be in this room I do not want to be around this girl I do not like her and so that's when I started spending more and more time with you I couldn't remember exactly. I was what you very did. aggressive in college. You were like, and like you weren't even like 
mad, but you were like, it was like, this is some Terminator level bullshit. Like, <laughs> you got up from your seat, didn't say a word, got that mm-hmm. bear, used, I think, mm-hmm. my scissors to cut off its <laughs> Cut off its head and, like, just left it. And you're like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So Mm -hmm. that's like one of my first memories. (laughs) It made such an impression. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Oh, what a trip back down memory lane. Uh, Oh, Stafford. I just loved how I think my first night there, Uh they had a drug bust. And I'm like, you all just got here. How are you finding the drugs that fast? That place was no, drug Stafford central. Was. It was. But you know what? Those drug dealers, they kept it nice around there. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were very friendly. Like, if you lived there, they would, like, because they would, like, kind of circle to make sure nothing was going on. We could tell Stafford stories all day. I feel I like mean, we could do another one of these. Just about, um, like, ask. like, little baby Danielle and little baby Molly in college. <laughs> Right. Oh. We'll do we'll do more of these questions for us and we'll tell more Stafford stories. Yeah. But but yeah, that was it was, a wild it was an time. interesting place. It was wild. There were fires and meth and yeah. Yeah, people running in, out into the woods. A homeless shrooms. man they invited to live in the hall. I heard about yeah, that. A homeless man lived there. Yeah. The lobster. I do not know about the lobster. You know and about the lobster. I don't remember the lobster. I mean maybe I bought the lobster it. that guy brought as a pet? I thought and it was then a ch- he died and he rubbed it all over the walls. <laughs> <laughs> you say it and it sounds vaguely familiar, but like I've blocked so many That things. was probably the angriest I've ever seen you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of memories that I just re- like you say them and I'm like, I mean, sure. I feel like mm-hmm. I blocked a lot of them. <laughs> like there's a few vivid ones. Like I remember like, starting a fire like oh, that yeah. made me mad i'm like why then Why'd they had to start that fire and then they had a thing where they were dropping bowling balls out of window listen we gotta stop i'm getting mad like <laughs> they went and bought a whole bunch of bowling balls from goodwill and dropped them i don't remember that i remember that because i had to come out and tell them you were gonna kill somebody like <laughs> you cannot just go up their excuse was that they had someone on the lookout on the ground floor to make sure no one walked them out because they were doing it right above yeah, the door right. Because that's oh where the window God. was. So they were on the fourth floor of this building dropping bowling balls on the ground because they wanted to see them break. And I'm like, you're going to kill somebody. And they're like, no, it's good. We got to look out. I don't understand. I'm sorry. We got to move on. Okay. Oh, Question seven. <laughs> if- Question seven. If Black Check Lit were a TV show, what network would it be on? I'm going to say Bravo. <gasps> that's what I was going to say. Yay! Because I feel like we're a little trashy, but we're a little classy. We're sort of scripted, but we're sort of freeform. We'd fit. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I'd say Bravo or HBO, like an Issa Rae thing. <laughs> if we curse more. That would That's fit, true. Yeah. We could curse more. And we'd fit right in on HBO. I love that. I love that we both had the same one. I was definitely mm-hmm. thinking of The Real Housewives of... Uh, of uh, Atlanta. I was too. I was too. <laughs> like if they were just a bit more literate. Yeah, that'd be us. <laughs> so. Uh, Boom. Okay, your turn. Okay. If you could make a sequel to any property, I guess you mean intellectual property, these lawyerly words, mm-hmm. what would it be and why? 
Okay. So, I would do a sequel. You gotta, you gotta stay with me to the end of this, okay. Daniel. Okay. <laughs> because it's gonna go some places that don't make hundred percent sense at first. Okay. I would make a sequel to The Lion King. And I know, I <laughs> know they, your first thought is that there have been sequels to The Lion King. But I would make, I would do like they did for Star Wars, and I would make a sequel to the original Lion King called Lion King's 2, <laughs> Mufasa's Revenge. Okay. And what would happen is, you know, at the end, everything would be fine. And then Mufasa would come back and he wouldn't be dead. And he'd be like, I'm proud of you, Simba. And also, he would kill Scar. And I know Scar dies at the end of the first one. But you would actually see Mufasa throwing Scar off the cliff. So that's less a sequel you would want and more like just a franchise that you want to rewrite. Yes? I mean, you know, we would keep the first movie and it would be a sequel. It would be called Lion King 2 Mufasa's Revenge. <laughs> but um, that that's just that that is the sequel that I would make. Okay. And all the other Lion Kings, I would just it would be like, you know, all of the Star Wars the one stuff. Star it just Wars. doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Like when Disney came in, it's like all the Star Wars stuff don't matter. We're redoing it. I, I admire Disney. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna make a movie every year, boy. We're gonna ring boy. this out until there is nothing. And the stuff left. they're like, do we say every year? I don't remember us saying every year. Did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that, Walt? I did not remember. I don't recall us saying every year. I do not recall. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, okay. What if we're would opening you do? up to non literary titles, I kind of want. Yes, any property. Well, because, like, you kind of, I kind of want a sequel to The Princess and the Frog where she's allowed okay. to be human. And I thought, wouldn't it be funny or good where she's human? They're already cursed, but all their friends and family get cursed. And so they're the only uh, humans. I haven't, I haven't, you, you know curse, what? I haven't storyboarded the whole, the whole idea. I just mm-hmm. want a princess in the frog where she stays a human the where entire time. Yeah. I can't believe you would turn Tiana's sweet mother into a frog. That seems unnecessary, but. I mean, she would eventually turn back. <laughs> it's the nature of the story. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. That poor, hardworking mother raised Tiana after their father died. You know, I just picture Oprah because I know that's who voiced her and I don't feel that bad. I'm like, she's Oprah. She did just fine. Send your hate mail to Danny at Danny Lacey at Danny <laughs> underscore Lacey. I don't remember her mom playing Oprah. Her mom was played by Oprah, yeah, and her dad was played by Terrence oh. Howard because I hate Terrence Howard. Really? Yes, I cannot stand. He Damn. he looks like someone who beats women, and then it was confirmed that he does in fact beat women. So I was like, <laughs> I made the right decision. He played that bad guy. I remember you saying that before. Like you were saying that for years. I've been saying this since college. Like if you ask You've been saying this a long ask, time. I can confirm, yeah. If you ask Junior Danielle 20 in 2008 why she did not like Terrence Howard, I would say it's because he looks like he beats women. He does. So I'm just just gonna sit there and say I was right on that, so I'm pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna mm-hmm. do an, an actual literature one. Oh, the sellout would be kind of fun 
because they that would be fun. They never do get to the court case, and I think the funniest stuff in that book is when they're in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite quote <laughs> from that book is that I think like the prosecuting attorney is like oh, a, who is Kamala Harris, like who's literally supposed to be Kamala Harris. Oh, is that who she's supposed to be? Yes. Oh, I, I believe it. She was so great. But when she's like, Your Honor, the like, he's, oh, it's a whole, I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to find it. Hold on. Because it's like my favorite quote. Oh, oh, yes. Objection. This defendant, evil genius that he is, has through his abhorred actions managed to racially discriminate against every race at all the same time to say nothing of his unabashed slaveholding. The state of California feels that it has more than enough evidence to prove that the defendant is an abject violation of the Civil Rights Act of 1866, 1871, 1954, 1968, the best and they're only in it for like the very beginning and the very end at the very end yeah like no i want more of because he's got a lawyer who's basically like an ambulance chaser yeah hampton fisk attorney at law remember there are four steps to acquittal one don't say shit (laughs) two don't run three don't resist arrest four don't say shit one in under freedom I love that book. I love that book. So yes, one where they it's do like the book. actual trial and not the prep leading up to the trial. That would be good. Yeah. To put a facade of literacy onto this decision. <laughs> um I guess if I could pick a literary one, I would say um uh that uh uh extraordinary union where they bought the train. <laughs> Again, you just want to rewrite a franchise. There may be trains in the third one. I mean, well, we don't know yet, do we? Was it trains or boats? Either way, I mean, there's a good chance of either one of them being in it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we don't know. Dude, I'll read it and let you know. I think if we do another romance this year, I need us to do the wedding date. You know what? This is literally. I agree because I have read it and it's literally in my hand right now. Like, (laughs) you sound so far away. Oh, okay. So Juno started um, eating like a hunk of plastic. (laughs) So I got up and took it away from her. But uh... (laughs) But yes, for next year's romance, we need to do the wedding day. I I agree. Yes, I agree. Because I have lots of things to say about it. Oh, do you? Yes. I don't know if you saw my rating on Goodreads. I didn't. Oh, well, I have lots of things to say about it. Ooh, okay. Yes. Okay. So interesting. All right. So okay. Where do you okay. like to read? Um, so I like to read, I would say I like to read in bed. I like to read outside. I have like a little lawn chair that I like to read in. And then um like audiobooks if that counts in the car. Yeah. So I do. Where do you like to read? I so like I can't, I don't have a good place. So if I read in bed, I fall asleep. If I read on my couch, I fall asleep. <laughs> uh, I don't fall asleep in the car. Thank goodness for everyone. But um, my goal. So I'm in the middle. I told Molly like I'm in the middle of like doing stuff to my house. Like I got new floors. I got my bathroom a little bit updated. My goal is to like do a reading nook. So I'm gonna mm, cute. Yeah, I want to get That's a cute. nice chair. A nice little side table, a chair that I can sit in comfortably, but not like be so comfortable that I'm like 
<laughs> falling asleep. I, that's what, remember last week when we were last time we were recording. And you I was, I was me. like, hmm. She was sitting on that couch. She was sitting on that couch. So my couch is too plush. It's too comfortable. So I just like fall right asleep on it. So, but I guess right now, if I'd have to say in the car or in bed, I do have a good, actually, I do have a good track record of waking up and instead of getting right up out of bed, I'll pull out my Mm -hmm. phone and read a bit. Okay. That's nice. It's better than like just jumping right up. Yeah. So, all right. So awesome. How about you? Oh, did you answer? Did I ask you already? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay uh, so I guess this is kind of related, but um, screen, page, or other? I know that everybody's like all about real books. I have to say I'm a more productive reader with the with digital, like an e-reader. Oh, yeah. Why do you think that is? Because I always have it on me and like mm. it's easier to read. I can read in like bed. I don't have to have all my lights on or sit up. I don't have to be like I can have it when I'm on the bus or on the train mm-hmm. I can have it when I'm in the store and I just have a few extra minutes sitting around like I always have my phone with me like I have the Kindle app on my phone I always have it with me it's always convenient and it's just easier to hold than like a real paper book so I probably do most of my reading and more of a productive reader as a e- on an e-reader mm-hmm. I, th- I bet I can mm-hmm. predict your answer yeah <laughs> probably your other so yeah other the audiobook yeah it's just because you know this socal traffic is no joke so So, my commute is very long so i just like to to pop in an audiobook it's very convenient keeps me from road raging (laughs) i do have an increased appreciation for audiobooks lately because i can listen to them at work and like i get more reading done i just can't pick anything to literature yeah, something where you got to pay a lot of yeah. attention to the words. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. If we had another podcast, what would it be about? And technically, we do have another, <laughs> we did. We have another unaired pilot somewhere. We did. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say The Simpsons. That's cool. I was going to say TV too. And it would either be like Bob's Burgers or like this black nostalgia things like Baby's Kids. Nostalgia. Or the Black Cinderella. Cartoons. Or (laughs) (laughs) so, like, yeah, that would be cool. I would still love to do an episode on the Black Cinderella because it's just it's so great. I have not seen that movie in (gasps) twenty years, probably. I thought you like were about to say you had not seen it. I was. Oh no, I've seen it. I just haven't seen it in twenty. I was. I grew up with brothers, so we watched that Jet Li movie where he (laughs) was with um. Fuck, who is it? And like, they're not. Was it Ashanti? Who was it? Oh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. And I don't think Aaliyah. It, was, it, was, it was Jet Li. Yeah. Yes. And they. I, Romeo must trust die. Trust me, it was Jet Li. Romeo must die. And at the end, they, like, people were, the execs are too worried about them kissing, so they just high five. <laughs> uh, but that was what we watched more frequently than. I don't think uh, I've Brandy only seen Cinderella. The music for that movie. Girl, I have seen every Jet Li movie there is to see. Awesome, yeah. Multiple times. I was so many times. I was low key obsessed with the Cinderella movie, the Black Cinderella movie. Like, I bought it for my sister for Christmas on VHS. But you bought it for you. And I ended. Up, I didn't even bought it for me at the time. Like, we just watched it once. And I'm like, oh my god, I love this. And then I just watched mm-hmm. it repeatedly. It is definitely on my shelf right now, the DVD. So, I'm gonna watch it after we're done recording. 
So yeah, we were on the same thing with TV. So I love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you could live in any fictional okay. world, which would you choose? Mm-hmm. I'm asking you because I don't know my mind yet. So I want more time. Oh, let's see. I would choose. Oh man, I don't know either. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. And a lot of these, like I had answers, like for for if you couldn't tell, that's why I wrote them down. <laughs> but this one, what would I choose? What would I choose? I'd want to be somewhere that's like just really nice, you know, like nothing bad's happening. Oh, I, th- um, I think I know one. Go ahead, go ahead. I kind of would love to live in Nightvale. Have you listened oh, really? to it? Oh, really? Uh, not recently. Uh, probably, like, not since they've come back since whatever hiatus they've been on. Yeah, but you are familiar with it. I couldn't remember if you had ever heard it mm-hmm. before, and I'm sure you had. But, like, I just like Night Vale. Like, it's fall, so it's my annual time where I'm in love with mm-hmm. Night Vale. And I think mm-hmm. for all the wackiness that happens there, it's filled with people who are, like, good and are, like, it's very inclusive. It's very diverse. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like, in the end of the day does care for their neighbor so they're all trapped there because as one book said you cannot escape night vale <laughs> but like it's a little desert community where you know they've got this vague menacing government agency watching them but at least they're not trying i'm not gonna get too political but at least it's like their vague menacing government agency <laughs> it's right. working for them it's working for them instead of against them yes so I kind of would like Night Vale. It's like creepy and surreal, but it also would be like fun. That's cute. I like that answer a lot. So, and I hope I have not heard more talk about the live action, and I hope that that whole idea is dead. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> so your fictional world. Did you think of anything? <laughs> I did. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so ashamed to say this, but so you know, in Wally. <laughs> When they're up on the space station. You want to live on the space station with that evil AI? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, not so. Okay, but tell me what was so bad <laughs> about the life that they were living, right? That sh- they had that shit made. That looked nice. <laughs> well, I can't remember what the evil AI was trying to do. Wasn't he just like trying to keep them infantile? Inf- ah, infantile? Yeah, yeah, just keep them on the ship. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Shit, get one of those little like speed them up chairs. Hover around, shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Have a good time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're, we're I'm done with Earth. Please send me to space. <laughs> right. <laughs> send me to space where I can just like listen to my audiobooks all day. In your little onesie unitard and be done. <laughs> Don't have to think about what I'm gonna wear every day. Valid, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. The spaceship on Wally is what I would choose until that little robot came back. And then I got to go out into the woods and forage and shit. What? You got to go back to that blasted out shell. To that, that trash Earth. planet. <laughs> to that literal trash planet. No, thank Cause, you. Because some robot found a weed. Because so, oh, okay. All right, Wally. Okay, Wally. It was Eva, right? You know. Eve. Oh, Eve. Uh, you know, both of them. The both of them. <laughs> I'd be like, excuse me, I'd like to stay on this ship where there are like no diseases and no famine and everybody just like hangs out all the time. I'm cool. I gotta say, I did not expect that answer from you, but I respect it. Um, I think this was me, right? Okay. Uh, what does your dream 
personal library look like? I mean, it's probably super cliche. So one of those pictures mm-hmm. where it's like a house, it probably would fill the whole house. So it wouldn't be one room. Mm-hmm. And it would be like just shelves on the walls, just full of books. And like every room you walk into, there's different books. The bed is surrounded by shelves of mm-hmm. books. I wouldn't need like a big fancy, like, I would just like take my house now and just put some more shelving units <laughs> in it. Danielle, that is a dream you can achieve. It is. I like it. <laughs> and just put some more shelving units in Florida, a few Florida ceilings and like, you know, just fill them up with books. That does mean investing in more print books. So I also need to just That's get true. on actually buying physical books instead of like those deal of the days that book rights always emailing me about. <laughs> they get, I've spent oh. probably a hundred dollars from those things. Cause it's like, yeah, I'll spend $2. Aren't they like books. $2 books? <laughs> That's cute though. Yeah. How about you? Is yours achievable or is it like, do you dream bigger? Mm. You probably aspire to do more. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'd want like that whole wing with like the huge like windows. No, I mean like, yeah, I guess like just a room that was like just for books mm-hmm. with a big window, like some kind of like super comfortable bed, like day bed or something. Oh yeah, perfect. Like candles, a place for my cat to not be turning off the light switch. <laughs> I'm so impressed with her. I I truly do not understand why she did that. <laughs> Spite, I think. That's what powers cats. <laughs> Turn it off lights. Uh, like she li- yeah, like she just, owns the place. Like she pays <laughs> Your a goddamn bill, bill here. <laughs> okay. Um is it your turn or my turn? Yes, I'll do because I you asked me about my okay. achievable library first. So I'll ask you. <laughs> if you could read only one genre for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? I think I would read um can I say literary fiction or does that make me seem like a <laughs> like a snob? No, that's a perfectly acceptable remember we just ju- read what you read, remember? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's what we say. <laughs> And why? Uh, I think just because I like to learn about like other people when I read. So like I like I I get a lot of like my my knowledge of the world and um you know other people's lives. Like I really just enjoy that. Like realistic finding out what other people are doing um and how they're living. And I think that I, I get that best through just straight, you know, literary fiction. Oh, see, you're such a better reader than I am. Not like, really. I think you know what my answer is. Oh, <laughs> let me guess. <laughs> I think we all know. I would read romance because I just like the happy endings. Yeah. And um, I mean, I'm glad I'm not forced to just read one genre for the rest of my life. <laughs> But if I had to pick one, I would probably lean towards romance because I just I like happy endings and feelings and all that fun stuff. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. That's I did really stop cute. with the blue aliens. I was so properly you shamed. stopped. <laughs> Why'd you stop? Also, my Kindle Unlimited subscription ended. So oh, because like, I think I told you, like I paid for a month and then immediately canceled it. Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. only charged me for the month. And they were <laughs> when that month ended, it was like on the hour. They're like, oh, girl. <laughs> like, you're done. We're you're done. Hello. Would you like to give us $12? Oh, no. 
I, I cannot I cannot excuse the price for Kindle Unlimited. I I feel like if it was five dollars a month, mm-hmm. maybe ten dollars is just I don't know. It's too much. Know. Yeah, it's too much. So yes, that's my answer. Um, all righty. So what are you looking at? Or maybe I don't know. Well, I'll just go. What are you looking at yeah. right now? Okay, What's your so. What I'm looking right at right now is just my husband walked past. <laughs> so he just came in. <laughs> Danielle says hi. So that's why I might have like stumbled when you were saying stuff. I was like, who is that? Come on. Oh, oh, yeah. It's the guy who lives here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just in the living room. Like we have, you saw my house. It's kind of like yeah. a open space in the back. So I'm at my little desk here, little Ikea hack desk. I've got way too much shit on my desk. I got a caboodle. Um, Where did you find a caboodle? I found it at Target, girl. I went in there to buy like um, soap and shit, like adult shit. Like, oh, I need a new scrubber <laughs> and for. And this flashback from the past. And this flash, and it, it was in the wrong section. It was just sitting under like all the little scrubbers for your dishes and shit. And I was like, and it's in like this uh, teal color that I love. I was like, I'm gonna get that caboodle, I, and I picked it up. I was like, maybe I'll just like carry it around because I always, I always put shit in my basket at Target or take shit out at the end. Mm-hmm. But this time I was like, oh, I really want this caboodle, so it's <laughs> it's here next to me until I decide if it's gonna be for makeup or if it's gonna be for hair. But it's super cute, and you should get one because it's really taking me back. I had, I remember I had a purple glittery one, and I wish I had kept it. Cause like first of all that'd be useful AF right about now. Right. Just a thing to hold everything. I have more toiletries now than I did when I was twelve, so I don't know what I was. I didn't have shit when I was twelve. I didn't put. I put. I think I put like markers and Polly Pocket in it. Like I didn't have any makeup. I put a lot of hair barrettes that I would never use. Because mm-hmm. you remember those gift kits you would get with like the weird plastic stretchy things that's supposed to go on the front and mm-hmm. bobby pins and barrettes and butterfly clips. I'd get those all the time. Never use them, but mm-hmm. I kept them all in that kit. That mm-hmm. 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 Oh, going back. <laughs> okay. So I am looking at a Mizzou jersey <laughs> that I bought my freshman year because I am still <laughs> sitting like I'm at a desk in a closet. So I love it because the acoustics are just so much better. <laughs> so I, every day when I set up, I have to, or every time we record, we set up, I have to pull out my space heater and at least five jackets to make space. <laughs> and I put my laptop in there and I put the mic in there and I pull up a chair and grab a drink and I just record. And so the closest piece of fabric to me right now is the, I don't even remember whose Jersey this is. Number 16, Chase, Chase Daniels Jersey football jersey from Mizzou. I've worn it exactly once <laughs> because where else am I going to wear it now? He hasn't been a quarterback for 10 years. Yeah. So, but yeah. So that's my setup. I do, I hate the closet, but I think it sounds better. So, you do what you do. Yeah, you do what you do. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry. Now my husband is kicking a laundry basket. It's like Juno turned off the light. You're kicking a basket. <laughs> Life is happening. <laughs> Life is happening. But you know what? I am podcasting. The people want it. No, stop tickling me. No. Oh. Why? You're evil. You know what's really funny is I don't hear anyone but you. <laughs> That's because he's silent. Like he's like a ninja. He keeps walking back and forth. So Married life, I tell you. To this, talking to this like assailant that I have no idea is there. 
<laughs> like, what kind of ghost creature is coming after her? Okay. I'm really excited for number 16, so I need you to answer. This was also requested by the what question we got. Mm-hmm. The what question we got from <laughs> the listener. What so. upcoming releases are you looking for? Is that for me? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, again, going back to which genre I would read. <laughs> so, Alyssa Cole, who we've talked about plenty of times on this this podcast because I love her books, mm-hmm. has a series called out called the Reluct- a series out called the Reluctant Royals. If mm-hmm. you haven't read them all, I think you might enjoy them. Um, it's basically like a contemporary one, but there's still like royalty in it, so it's fun. Mm-hmm. The first book is very like coming to America meets. Black Panther. I did read that one. She sent me that one. Oh, yeah. Did you read it? Mm-hmm. Did you it like good. it? Yeah, it was cute. But um, the second book I thought was better. Okay. It takes place in Scotland. I have theories about this whole universe of the books that I won't get into because we don't oh. get that nitty gritty. No, I see what you're trying to say. These are their descendants. <laughs> no, that wasn't even going to be it at all. What? My theory was that it takes place in an alternate reality different from our own. Okay, I couldn't have guessed that. <laughs> because i was thinking about so the third one comes out and i'm super excited for it because the hero is described as a fuck boy with a heart of gold (laughs) and the the hero the lead heroine is uh heroin sounds like the drug i'm trying to the um leading lady is the her cousin from the first book okay the naya so Uh it's the two of them but no it takes place in an alternate reality because in this universe there exist two countries that do not exist in our reality and mm. then in the second one, he's um the guy who's the reluctant royal is like the Duke of Edinburgh. And okay. we already have a Duke of Edinburgh. So this was inspired by one of those creepy podcasts I listened to where this guy shared the story about how he crossed realities and there was a made up country. It was dumb, but it got me thinking that the entire series takes place in an alternate universe. I mean, it no could one. Be- no one asked me about this theory. No one cares. I, I literally asked you. I literally just <laughs> asked you. <laughs> So, because like the first one, it's like the African prince from Tesolo is the name of the country. And then in the third one, he's like from this, I thought it was Luxembourg. It is not. It's like Lichtenberg. It sounds just mm. close enough that I thought it was a real country. Mm. It's not. So I'm super excited for the third book. I'm very thirsty for it because he's such an asshole. <laughs> he's such a fuck boy with a heart of gold. And she's so pure. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yeah. So, okay. So what is your upcoming release that you're most excited for? Oh, I didn't see the Uh, title of the book, did I? No, you didn't. (laughs) It's a Prince on Paper by Alyssa Cole as part of the third book in her Reluctant Royals series. It's very cute. I'm very predictable. (laughs) Um, so I would say I'm most looking forward to uh, My Sister, the Serial Killer. (gasps) Yes. I keep seeing it. I'm so in love with the cover. I'm seeing like early reviews from it come in and it just seems really up my alley. (laughs) Like I'm very curious about which way this is going to go. I have it on hold and I'm the first one in line because I got I put on hold like months ago. (laughs) I might have done that because I think we talked about that. Mm -hmm. I got to check. Jumping the whole line by being like getting books no one even knows about yet. Yeah. Yes. Now that we're book people. Exactly. <laughs> if I were more literate, now that I think about it, I should have also said Becoming by Michelle Obama. But Okay, girl, but a whole bunch of people out here were like, Ooh, let's go see Michelle. And I was like, Okay, sure. And then like, <gasps> them tickets are so expensive. 
they sold out. I wanted to go. I oh, like, yeah, oh, I got oh. waitlisted. I didn't even get, I didn't even know, but I'm like, I pre-ordered the book. I did all these things. And like Ticketmaster, Audible didn't even give me a heads up. Like, hey, <laughs> there's a tour. I bought mm-hmm. that. I put my credit to that thing before they even had the cover designed. <laughs> I've been waiting. You've been and waiting. They, they couldn't even send an email like, hey, heads up. I'm thinking of doing a one-time book club for it. Since like a real book club? Yeah. Yeah. At my house. Uh, it's like, we can't go. Cause I was going to oh, go. Yeah. I was going to go and I had a bunch of friends who wanted to go, but we couldn't make it. So I was like, what if I just hosted something at my house? We got some food. That'd be we cute. read the book. We talked about it. Yeah. That'd be cute. Yeah. And so it'd be a one-time thing. So it's not like a, like a, Oh, this is a monthly thing where I never read the mm-hmm. book. And so, mm-hmm. so I was thinking about doing that. We'll see. That'd be cute. Yeah. That'd be- so, all right, so we're almost through our list. We are. I can't find a window with the question, so please go ahead. <laughs> okay, someone writes a romance novel starring you. What does the book cover look like? Let's see. I just want one of those where I'm wearing a pretty dress, which uh-huh. I guess defeats the point of a romance. I usually just like the clothes, uh-huh. which defeats the entire, again, it defeats the entire point of a romance. So no. I guess it's old timey and I'm wearing mm-hmm. a pretty i guess it'd be contemporary let's make it contemporary i don't need to go in the past it's contemporary and i'm wearing like a pretty gorgeous dress mm-hmm. with some great shoes oh i guess a man should be on there too shouldn't there <laughs> I, like, i'm more excited about the dress i don't know i've never thought about it do yours and then i'll think about mine okay so um literally what she said <laughs> was what i was thinking but i guess also i'd be holding the southern head of a teddy bear <laughs> <laughs> looking like the terminator looking like the terminator hey you know what if i look like our old schwarzenegger i'd be naked in my movies too have you seen the terminator because i have to check now because I, I have good okay have you seen the second one i have okay that's as far as i've gone i don't have you seen the third one <laughs> i have not okay good that's fine. <laughs> i'm fine all the first two within the I last know. three months <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. I feel like those are the only two you need to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What prop would I have? Let me see. Well, now I got to think of what my story would be. I have a romance idea that I kind of want to write that involves time travel. Okay. And it would be very, like, political, maybe too political for a romance novel, but it'd be like, what if, like, an abolitionist or an activist from the 60s were, like, sent forward in time to today? And they, like, had a romance with, like, an activist. Or maybe someone who wasn't an activist, and that's where the conflict comes in. They're, like, disappointed mm. in their lack of their lack of engagement. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I got. Okay. No, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. So, and it'd be, like, black people of the past and black people of the future and how it's, like. Just getting together and loving yeah. on one another. Exactly. And still, we're, and st- we're still struggling, but we're going to make it. I, okay. I don't have the cover, so I only have the plot. <laughs> I like it. I could see like you, you, would you want to be the old timey person or the contemporary person? I would want to be the contemporary person. I don't need to be okay. in the past at all. So I'm going to say it's you. I don't know if you watch Insecure. I've seen clips of it. I need to get HBO. I don't have HBO or HBO Go. So, so my namesake Molly, and I think it's the last episode. She's wearing some kind of designer, like white power suit. Oh, God, no, not a white power suit. A power suit that happens to be white. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's wearing this really gorgeous like designer suit. It's like stark white. And it just looks it's totally gorgeous on her. So you'd be like some professional lady at your new job. You'd have on this amazing suit. And then there would be like this like tall, fine man from the 60s. Yes. Like, you it know, in like a, I would say like a suit, but with like a black turtleneck under it. <laughs> and like a really nice, like, you know how they used to like shape and take care of like real nice care of their foes? Yes. We don't have that anymore. They're just like, they're freer. They don't have that. And you know, that's fine. That's that black girl magic, that carefree style. It's fine. It's fine. But, you know, back in the day, they used to shape that (laughs) shit up. So that is the kind of fro I want you to imagine. And you'd be like on the steps, like going into your job, like, oh, no, you know, I can't, you know, I'm trying to do me. I'm like this single girl out here trying to survive. And he'd be like you know, reaching out and saying, like, hold on, baby, like, we gonna go to this protest together. <laughs> That's different from what I had, where it's just the both of us giving the black power fist. That's cute, too. <laughs> so there's an inside cover and the outside cover, so we'll do both. Or the second edition? Yeah, You know, the paperback? <laughs> the paperback. There we go. We're gonna work this on coming this. out in it's hardcover. Gonna, it's gonna come out. We both have romance ideas, and I think we both need to write them. We should. So we're going to get on that. All right. Do you have any book rituals? I would say that like, okay, if I'm getting to like a really, <laughs> this is going to sound so dorky. <laughs> if I'm getting to like a really exciting part of a book or something, <laughs> I like to like have a special occasion to kind of <laughs> treat with it. So oh, is this like when you were listening to it? Well, it not well misery. Oh, yeah, misery, misery. And I was like, oh my god, like this is it. Yes, I ran a bath. I was like, ooh, it's spooky time. I used like that one of those spooky like lush uh, (laughs) bath bombs because I think it was last year. And I was like, oh yeah, oh shit, like it's right at the end. Like this book has been so good. And I um got in there. I lit like the like the holiday candles. Like I, I like candles. And so I got in there. I got the cat situated so she wouldn't come in and look at me like I was drowning and then I skipped <laughs> like the middle to the That's chapter and I was like wow this book really had a downer ending uh, or it, it just kind of ended it ended so it really, suddenly so suddenly I thought you know there's gonna be this big explosion I was so excited it was spooky time for Molly but I ended up skipping that. But yeah, yeah. So that that's that's on the uh, the level of what I'm thinking. Like I remember, like at the end of one book, there was a wedding. I was like, oh yes, and I stopped and I like made like a nice dinner, and then I like, <laughs> ate the nice that's dinner so, while I was reading the wedding. That's so chapter. cute, though. I love that you make reading an event. <laughs> I gotta I gotta take myself out sometimes, you know. <laughs> Um, so I don't have, I don't think any reading rituals. I think the most closest thing I do that's a reading ritual is like, I have a very, like, I think we discussed this earlier at the year. I have this very elaborate Google form uh-huh. I use to track that's my true. reading. Mm-hmm. It's um, basically like I do a whole survey where I track, I ask myself like the basic facts, like author title, but then I do like, what genre is it? Is the author a person of color? Are the characters a person of color? And like, I break it down and I dig into the statistics. And so I, every time I finish a book, I really am like looking forward to where I can like enter all the information and then like look at all the statistics and just see how my reading is going. So right now I have, let me see, I have, um, so it's really pretty. I like designed the whole form and everything. It's completely ridiculous. 
Um, but it's um, I've read about it looks like fifty nine books this year so far. Wow, I, you're gonna put me the fuck to shame at the end of your count up. But you read longer books, remember? Uh, but not so much this year. <laughs> because you like read like really like long fantasies, whereas I read like alien sex books. So remember, there's <laughs> <laughs> a big difference. But I like to do it and look at the statistics. And so like this year, I read like I've read like 20 romances so far this year. Okay. And I've read um, I've finished 57 of the books that I've read. And I've um, let's see, like how what's the as the author, a person of color. Um, so far this year, a solid third, uh, 63% of the books I read this year are by an author okay, of color. Nice. So I like like putting all the information in and then going back and looking at all the statistics and playing with it. Mm-hmm. So it's not a really big ritual, um, but it's just like, I like tracking. I like checking in and seeing how my reading is going. Mm-hmm. And I think you did make that available to people too. Like I think it's on the website, right? I did. I shared one and there's a link and I can mm-hmm. share it again. And it's like, you can yeah, take it and you can edit it and make it your own. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely nerdy. It's extremely like, I love it. Nitpicky. I think it's really cute. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to do it next year where we're not doing wedding. <laughs> I know you had a busy year too. You had like a big life changing event. So excuse you if you didn't have time to read. I am tired. so but yeah so i tried to do paper like i tried to like Mm -hmm. keep an a journal Mm -hmm. it it didn't work i never updated (laughs) so i'm a digital native so okay final question this is pick one second to last question (laughs) because our final question is always oh it's always the same (laughs) Got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, then, okay. Then we ended up with 20 questions. Awesome. <laughs> that I was love planned. It. Sure. <laughs> okay. Pick one. Dorothy, Blanche, Rose, or Sophia. I am have to go with Sophia. I just tend to be pro-Sophia. Yeah. She's the wittiest, the funniest, and she just gave no fucks. And yeah, I'm at that point too. So. Yeah. How about you? I'd say Sophia too. Yeah. My second choice would be Dorothy, though, because she has it together and I aspire to be like that. Oh, my second choice would be Blanche. Really? See, this is the interesting. Everyone I feel like picks Sophia. So, yes. Really? Why Blanche? She she just funny. She's a funny hoe and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I would pick Blanche over Rose. So I guess my order is Sophia, Dorothy, Blanche, Rose. Oh, okay. My my order is Sophia, Blanche, Rose, Dorothy. So fascinating. Because you know what? There was an so we're watching all of them. I've never seen them, but we're we're about halfway through the series now. No. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but my husband said I no. Didn't hear that. I I finally heard them. <laughs> we're at what, a third of the way through the series? Uh, almost half. Okay. So we are almost halfway through. And there was an episode where Dorothy's greaseball son, Michael, um, gets married to a black lady and Dorothy That's acts right. like the world is ending. And I was like, Dorothy, you go straight to the bottom for me. <laughs> You're canceled. <laughs> I forgot about that episode. <laughs> but is saying she is old, which was true. But before she knew she was old, she was upset that she was black. She was stressed that she was black. <laughs> 
the Dorothy Defense League over there. I love it. Either because Dorothy uh, Dorothy is his number one. Is Dorothy it? is his his soulmate. But um, yeah, so Dorothy Dorothy's at the bottom. Even Rose, like Rose, is real real dumb. But she like I be. like when she gets, I like when she gets really competitive. Oh yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Garnet, amethyst, or pearl. Oh, this one's hard. Definitely no pearl. I can't. I can't with pearl. <laughs> um, uh, can I say Alexandrite? I don't know why. <laughs> like all three of them together. No. You can say it, but. All right, fine. I will pick one. <laughs> if I had to pick one, it'd probably be amethyst. Even though she's a hot mess. That's true. And then but after she's, that, she's the it'd most be garnet really. and then pearl. I would say I'd say garnet, Danny Amethyst, and pearl. I feel like garnet knows like. Garnet causes more problems because she knows things and just never tells people what's happening. That's true. Like, if you just stopped being so mysterious, we wouldn't have all these problems. That's fair. And then Pearl has repeatedly tried to murder Stephen multiple yeah. times. Pearl's just, like, real, really irresponsible <laughs> a lot of the time. I'd say malicious. I feel like she'd be happy <laughs> if that boy just died. You think that? At the beginning, she's she's gotten better, but I think when he was first born and she was like all like heartbroken that's over true. Rose, she would she not for, have minded she wanted that him little dead. boy Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. When he was a little baby, she wanted yeah. him dead. She's shady. She is. Sh- Ooh, she is shady. So, okay, and then finally, stand out or eye to eye. Oh, <sighs> okay. I think for me it'd stand out just because I love the sequence in the Goofy movie where he's like hijacking that school school assembly mm-hmm. more than when he crashes the concert on stage. I I will also pick stand out, but I think I like I think I like the sequence when he okay, like I like when he's like spinning around and stuff. That's really cute. And he goes, "What's the girl's name?" Like Roxanne. Roxanne. He's going, mm-hmm. That's super cute. But I just like to see him and Goofy at the end dancing, that and I'm just sweet. so happy by the end of the movie. But I, I think Standout's a better song. Yes. So uh, they're both pretty solid. Like Tyler Campbell could have released a whole pop album as Powerline. And you oh, know, I told you. Tell mm-hmm. your story. So what prompted this is we went to Disneyland last weekend and um, we were we were getting on, I think, Mr. Toad, which I had never seen that movie. I don't know what Mr. Toad is about. But um, Frank got me um, a Powerline like band T-shirt from Target. Um, and so I was like, well, it's a Disney movie. That counts. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to wear it. And um, we were getting on, and the ride operator was like, I'll give you a dollar if you can name um, one Powerline song that's not Eye to Eye or Stand Out. And I was like, he had had other songs? And he gave me, like, a look of pure disgust, like, just pure disgust. So Frank said he was gatekeeping, and then, like, we went on. um, I looked it up. My favorite part of the story is Frank said he was gatekeeping those people at Disneyland are aggressive. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like there are no other songs. He only we had looked those it two. up because I asked you because if anyone, if anyone <laughs> on the planet who is in my life was gonna know it was you, and you said that he didn't have no other songs, that I believe you. Now Tevin Campbell himself had other songs. Now I don't know if had this other songs was mistaken and thought Tevin Campbell's stage name 
was in fact Powerline. Power because Stephen Campbell maybe, had like can perhaps. we talk? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that must have been what happened. He just does not know the difference. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he might think that 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 Powerline is like real. You know what I mean? That Goofy <laughs> and Max are like real. Yeah, like he might have lost it <laughs> sitting there, Toad's uh, wild bride. Yeah, because like that's the only thing I can see that that's making sense. Like he just really wants, he's upset that you don't know. Can we talk? Mm-hmm. 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 So, Tevin Campbell was also on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He came to Ashley's birthday party. I don't know why I know that, but that's how I know him. Powerline, Can We Talk, and the Will Smith episode, <laughs> the Fresh Prince episode for Ashley's birthday. <laughs> okay so our final question danielle what are you reading i am in a horror so last time i was on like the weird alien books but this time mm-hmm. it's fall it's october and i've been reading horror mm. so i read i'm currently reading nosferatu um, oh, by okay. joe hill okay. um, i'm doing the audio book it's narrated by kate Melgrew. so i am also reading well i started it and put down but i need to pick it back up electric arches by eve ewing it is a mm, collection of poetry it's like black girl mm. magic yeah so you've probably seen the cover it's the cover of the little girl with like the face that look like stars it looks hand-drawn she's got like stars and space for her face i'm sure you've seen it if you've been on like goodreads or amazon for any period of time <laughs> And then lastly, I did finish early our next pick. Ooh, so okay, let's save, save that, that one. Now. Yeah, but I finished that and so and I have it in print because I audibled that one too. So I have it in print because I like Oh, it. I audibled it too. I yeah. might get it in print too. Yeah. Okay. It was it was um, a good it was a good listen. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um oh, so I oh go ahead, go ahead. I forgot one. I then also read and then there were none. And I was couldn't finish it because uh. I was too distracted by remembering what the original title was. <laughs> so I don't blame you. Yeah. So I tried to block it. So there we go. Those are the horrors and mysteries I've been listening to. Okay. Very nice. Uh, so I got Heads of the Colored People. <gasps> yes. That sounded. You mentioned that in a previous one when we did what we were looking mm-hmm. forward to. Mm-hmm. It's short stories. It? I am. Um, I'm not super far into it uh, because I've been the other book that we've been, we've read for this <laughs> it's a very month long. is kind of <laughs> yeah. It is kind of long, but it's kind of it's really caught my attention. So that's that's what I've been focusing on. So that's those are the two. Should we say which book? That's it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's say it. Go ahead. All right. So for next month, because it's fall and October and spooky, we are reading The Good House by Tanana Reeve Du. And so mm-hmm. I'm very excited. She's, I'm very excited. Yeah. I don't know. She's like the first. I don't want to say the first, but she's a very well-known and very, um, maybe not very well-known, but she's a well-known and respected black horror writer. And so I'm very mm-hmm. excited that we were able to find a book that's horror by mm-hmm. a black woman writer. Because mm-hmm. I remember we a while back tried to find some mysteries yeah and i think last year we so last year for halloween we read um uh leone we read oh oh sing uh, on mary sing which was as close to ghost story as we could get which is a ghost story but it's horrors for another reason yes (laughs) this is a traditional old-fashioned 
Mm-hmm. Horror story. Horror mm-hmm. suspense. Horror suspense, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it. Yes, I have a lot of them. <laughs> They're good. It's good, but I have a lot of thoughts. Good, yeah. So, it, I, mean, yeah. I don't want to say too much, but yes, yeah, so. it's going to be a fun conversation. Yes, so I'm super excited. I might get some Halloween candy. I just love, <gasps> I love yeah. fall and I love Halloween. Like oh, yeah. October may be like my happiest month of the year because I love like really? even more than like Christmas because Christmas has too much pressure. But fall and Halloween are like super chill. So I, I love see. it. You're like Frank. I'm a summer person. <laughs> I hate summer. I love July. Ugh, ugh. It's hot. I turn that AC on. <laughs> Frank is like, if you get hot so easily, why do you love the, why do you love the summer? I'm like, I like to sit under my air conditioner. <laughs> Do you remember what was it? Uh, uh, we'll never meet in real life. Like my favorite essay was how her like, oh, stay inside. <laughs> like she's like everybody smells bad, everybody's sweating, it's hot, it's gross. I'm like this is the most relatable thing I've ever read. That <laughs> was funny. So <sighs> I'm excited. I'm gonna like. I want to go back because I finished it. I want to go back and reread so I have all my notes organized because I feel like mm. there's a lot to talk about and mm-hmm. I want to make sure we can cover it all. Mm-hmm. So. So, yes, read that one. It's pretty good. I don't think it's too hard to find. It's on Kindle. Yeah, it's, it's on, on Kindle. Audible. It's on Audible. So, so yeah. And she, I think she follows us. She does. She does follow us. And she retweeted me. <laughs> yeah, so look look at Danielle's tweet feed to find her. At Danny underscore Lacey. Send your hate <laughs> also, mail. you can send your Oprah hate mail to <laughs> And Cashette can contact me personally. And Cashette can contact you personally. Leave me out of that because I <laughs> bought the second one. Cashette, I bought it. <laughs> you got my $15. Oh, my gosh. I, that will, I will die on that hill. Trust me. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at BlackChickLit. Um, mm-hmm. Instagram BCL podcast. Um, we have an email address. I don't have the outline up. So <laughs> it's Danielle, contact. because I say it wrong constantly. <laughs> contact at blackchicklit.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have and our website at blackchicklit.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe because that really helps other people find us. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're steady, steadily getting more. Um, uh people interacting with us i want to shout out what is it minorities in publishing yeah yeah who used our logo in a presentation i was like i was like what is this why is our logo on a powerpoint screen but um check them out because that that presentation actually seemed for real legit it does and i was it, like can i take some notes on this because this this would be helpful for me yeah i looked at the thread they had um tagged in it looked like we were included as like a best practice for mm-hmm. um a web logo i sent it to um <clears throat> the woman who designed it and she was like nice and i was like yeah i thought you might oh like that's cute i sent it, was- it to my mom she was like why are you in ohio <laughs> Like I'm out here, yeah. I said it because she was a black woman designer, and I'm mm-hmm. like, look at, look at mm-hmm. she getting That's cute. Yeah, she did a really good job. So, uh, we gotta get on that merchandising. I think we I have the mug. It. I know, like, <laughs> what piece of merch we have? That was my goal for the year, and it's like October, and look where we are. I'm gonna put that on I a sticky mean... note and deal with that tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, <laughs> I may just do it. I gotta, I gotta get on this. I love it. So. But yeah, I think that's it. This was a chattier, 
chat than normal. Mm-hmm. But I think I had a lot of fun. I feel like you, if you didn't know how nonsensical we were now, you now you, now you know. Yeah, yeah. The sell if the silliness bothers you, um, go back in time and don't listen to this episode. <laughs> but let's be honest, like you probably turned it off when we started the episode <laughs> talking about dinosaurs. I mean. I mean, yeah, this is us. If you want a professional yep. podcast, there are places LeVar where Burton you could go. Plenty. Right. You know what, LeVar? LeVar, come on our show. You come on all the podcasts. Come on our show, LeVar. It's about books. Exactly. And if- you kind of taught me how to read, so. <laughs> You're responsible for this nonsense. In a You're way. responsible for this foolishness. So. You said, get thee to the library. I said, all right, you and Arthur. But we can't interview Arthur because he's not real. So he's, he's an aardvark, yes. So I do think I love the library card song. I still think of that one. So. I I sing it weekly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Yes, I think before we devolve even more, we should just sign off. So All right. Well, we'll see you in a couple weeks when yes. we read The Good House. I'm excited. Me too. Bye. Bye.